The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Ivan here filling in for Pat. Well, by this week it being over, all the schools will be on holidays and people are taking to the sun uh, and looking what good read could I bring with me. One of life's simple pleasures. So we have brought together, joining me in studio is Sinead Murray-Arty, best-selling author and has her own novel out at the present time, Yours, Mine, Ours. And of course, she's a book ambassador for Eason's. Uh, and joining me on the line shortly is Vanessa O'Loughlin, also best-selling author, uh, but known under the name Sam Blake. OK, Sinead, first of all, is, you know, you're settling into Christmas or, or winter time and so on. Are you looking for a different type of book on the beach? I think so. I think very much so, Ivan. I think uh, certainly for me, and I think I'm in a book club and we all kind of tend to go maybe darker and heavier in the winter or summer. I think you want something really engaging. If you're lucky enough to be away or time off from work on holidays, you want something that's going to immediately grip you and a page turner. That's my my view. So um, I've picked uh, three books. Well, okay. Plenty more I can recommend, but three main books. Um, okay. So are you looking for something saucy here? Well, not necessarily saucy. I just think engaging. And what I tried to do is pick three quite different books. So I think, you know, we'll have something for everyone here. So are we talking about romance, whodunit, um, crime? What are we talking about? Well, one of them is kind of slightly historical fiction. One of them is very much kind of a modern day satire. And one of them is nonfiction. Because I always okay. think a good range. Good. Okay, yeah. so give us your top pick first. Okay, so M by Kim Tui. Uh, this was shortlisted for the Dublin Literary Award. And to be honest with you, it was my favourite of all the shortlist. Um, so... It's a gorgeous book and it's basically about the Vietnam War and what happens afterwards. Or as she points out, the Vietnamese call it the American War, which I think is quite telling. Um, And it's a beautiful book, really stunningly written. And there's a kind of a thread. All the different characters are kind of threaded together very loosely. But really, um, it takes its inspiration from historical events, obviously. And it talks about... This was the 70s. This was the 70s, yeah. I I watched MASH, you know. They they had all of that kind of... This is less MASH. (laughs) (laughs) More documentary. (laughs) Okay. Um, But it's interesting because she talks about Operation Babylift, which I didn't know about. That's where um, the Americans evacuated 3,000 orphans uh, when they were evacuating Vietnam. And they took them to America and they were all adopted. And it also talks about how how the Vietnamese coped when they were evacuated and they what they did was they opened nail salons and they still own the nail salon industry across the world and that's what they did that's how they they undercut the American nail salons when they arrived in the 70s and that's how they made their livelihoods and it's just fascinating so it goes through the, goes through the, obviously the horrors of war but also how they survived and how they thrived And is it based around one family experience? It's different characters but as I said they're loosely threaded together but it's really really beautiful it's a short little book so you'll fly through it and it'll be okay. a lovely one So it's E-M, E-M. by Kim Thu and that T-H-U-Y T-H-U-Y Okay yeah. All right Yellowface, tell me about that. Yellowface, okay, so this is a rip-roaring satire that you will fly to this. It's a page-turner of all page-turners. It's kind of set in the world of publishing, but you don't need to be involved in publishing to love this. It's about two authors. They have their debut book at the same time. They both go to Yale. One of them is very successful and the other one is unfortunately not. So they're kind of frenemies. Anyway. Sorry, what is a frenemy? So it's somebody you're friendly with, but you kind of also... You hate, and in this case, she's jealous. She's jealous of her friend's success. Okay. So she's friendly, but they're kind of enemies, you know, frenemies. So I can think of another name like yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a green-haired monster. But anyway, uh, so June Hayward is a white American writer and Athena Liu is an Asian-American author. Athena is really successful, June is not. 
One night they go out and Athena chokes on a pancake and dies. <gasps> June doesn't do a huge amount to save her. There's no Heimlich manoeuvres um, done. But what she does do as her friend is lying dead on the floor is she nicks her manuscript and she publishes as it as her own. But... Uh, Athena comes back to haunt her and basically evidence emerges to threaten that threatened to expose the fact that June has stolen this manuscript and it's how far was so she... So how, how if she dies, how does she come back to haunt her? Well, because... Is some, it supernatural? Somebody else figures it out because the writing is too similar and so they begin to they begin to ah. they begin to kind of stalk her on There's social media. There's a suspicion media. created. Okay. There's a suspicion created immediately. Uh, every a lot of people have doubts because it's completely different to her first book. It's also really what it talks about is diversity, racism, cultural appropriation, which is a huge um, issue in all industries at the moment, particularly publishing. And also um it's razor sharp. It's really, really good satire and it also talks about the cancel culture of social media. A really, really good one. Right. Do you prefer in your own style of writing um, writing in the first person or not? I, I, I've written in both first and yeah. third. Yeah. yeah. It makes no difference. Sometimes you need to be slightly like removed. Like you feel you're getting inside the, the, the mind of the person. Y- you yeah. can do it both first and third. But yeah, the first is more immediate, I suppose, when okay. you're writing. So the second recommendation from Sinead uh, Moriarty is Yellow Face by R.F. Quang. Okay. Yes. Now, The Forgotten Girls. Yeah, I always like to throw in nonfiction because I think particularly Irish people actually are very, very big readers of nonfiction. This is a really, really interesting book. It's called The Forgotten Girls by Monica Potts. So Monica Potts is an acclaimed journalist and she's from a small town called Clinton in Arkansas. Yes, there is a town called Clinton. Yeah. Uh, she makes it out and she becomes very successful in journalism. But while she's covering poverty, she discovers that the life expectancy of women in Arkansas, where she's from, has steeply declined, the sharpest decline in 100 years. And their deaths are being described as deaths of despair by the medics. And the reason they're called deaths of despair is that these women, mostly white women, have nothing to live for and they're dying by drug addiction, alcoholism and suicide. So Potts goes back. When she was growing up, she had a best friend called Darcy. The two of them were smart, they were top of the class and they were going to get the hell out of there and make a good life for themselves. Monica gets out, but her best friend Darcy doesn't. Darcy ends up spiralling into addiction and ends up in prison. So Monica Potts goes back and she tries to discover why she got out and her friend didn't. And she also, as she's exploring all that, she goes into the really, really difficult and kind of hopeless lives of these women living in Arkansas. So it's a really, really interesting, interesting deep dive into why these women are have such low life expectancy, you know, in this modern Western successful democracy. Okay. Uh, uh, and, um, and 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 the moral of the story from it is? The moral of the story is... it is, isolation? Is it's, it... It's... She actually blames a lot on the evangelical churches because they are very much, you know, you should get married, you should have babies, you know, no abortion, no birth control, no... Um, they were all anti getting COVID vaccination. She said they keep women down. Okay. So that's one so, of her big, big, big book Okay, Sinead's three recommendations. Well, first of all, she has Yours, Mine, Ours. Just give it, give us a... Well, oh, that's my own book, yeah, yeah, which is out at the moment, which is a great summer read, if I may say so myself. It is about... Um, Anything raunchy? Blended families. She's mad for the raunchy. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, there's oh, a bit, yeah. but uh, it's about blended families and how being a step-parent, no matter how hard you try, is extremely complicated. Okay, step-parenting. All right. Now, we do have Sam Blake, Vanessa O'Loughlin, on the line. Uh, We're tight on time, uh, Sam. First of all, tell us about your own book that's out. Oh, um, sorry, it took so long to get hold of me. Um, I'm on the beach, literally. Um, My own book out currently is Something Terrible Happened Last Night, which is a teen YA uh, teen crime read. 
It's a fantastic um, read, by the way. I've read it. It's fantastic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Blackthorn by Sarah Hill- Hillary. What's that about? Um, it's, it is literally your beach read. It's about the construction of um, an amazing um, new housing estate in Cornwall, looking, overlooking the beach. Um, and the first six families move in. Um, and then there's a big storm one night. And um, the, the next morning, people wake up and literally there were six people dead one of whom has been murdered. Um, so it seems to be like paradise when everybody moves in, but there's an awful lot going on below the surface. Um, and Sarah has the most amazing neurodivergent character called Agnes Gale, who is the daughter of one of the develop- developers, and uh, she goes to investigate what happened. Um, it's a brilliant book because it moves forwards and backwards in time, so it's incredibly well constructed, and literally you peel back the story and what happened, like it's like the layers of an onion. So it kept me completely hooked Perfect for the beach. Okay. Uh, we have just time for one more top recommendation, Sam. Um, uh, a Lesson in Malice coming out uh, next week from Catherine Kerwin. And that's an amazing story all about UCC. So for anybody who's been to Cork, which I think is a lot of us, um, you'll absolutely love it. It's a real locked room mystery. And it takes her character, Finn Patrick, through a whole series of hoops um, during which Finn herself gets arrested for a murder. Um, that happens at a conference. So it's a really, really great read. Okay. Well, as well as Sam's own book, Blackthorn by Sarah Hillary. It's set on a beach in Cornwall. You heard the storyline there. A Lesson in Malice by Catherine Kerwin, our top reads. I've no doubt we'll come back to this. Um, My wife is in a book club uh, and she has three books on the go and two audio books at any one time. But I think a lot of these book clubs, they're really wine clubs, aren't they? They're all related through drink. Well, you can do both, Ivan. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm in favour of it. All right. My thanks to Sam Blake and to Sinead Moriarty. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.